today's episode is going to be about menstrual cycles. So I figured that I would go ahead and do this um, topic. I talked a little bit about this on my YouTube channel where I basically explained how I got rid of my cramps um, over time, but in like a a spiritual way. So let's just go ahead and do a little backstory on my own period. So I first got my period when I was, I think I was 12, about to turn 13, or maybe I was 13. I'm not exactly sure, but somewhere around the age of 12 or 13. And I got it over the summer. Um, I remember because I was at home. So I'm I'm so grateful that I, that I got mine over the summer and that I had time to you know, like get it and like have an understanding about what was going on before I went back to school and had to deal with it. So when I got it over the summer, um, I think it started off just kind of like a little, I don't need to describe how a period starts off, girl, y'all didn't all had one. Okay. Y'all know how it starts, but I got it and I had horrible cramps, like horrible cramps. And I remember talking to, you know, other people and some people like also had really bad cramps. And there were some girls who didn't have like any cramps or they were just like super duper mild. And mine had always been really, really bad. So I had very heavy periods. I constantly overflowed pads. So I had a very, very heavy cycle. And like I said, I had really bad cramps accompanied by nausea, sometimes vomiting, sometimes diarrhea, sometimes headaches. So just all of the above things, really, really bad cycles. Um, I have had times where I was at school and I had to leave. <laughs> I had to I had to leave school. I literally had to go to the office and call my mom and see if she could come to pick me up because I could not stand to be going throughout a regular school day feeling the way that I was feeling. So my periods have always been really, really bad. So when I started going through my spiritual journey, right? So like I said, it's been about two years and a few months at this point. And I started to get an understanding of the chakras. And then I understood what a sacral chakra is. So if you, I've never did an episode on chakras, but um, you have like seven in your body and then you have some outside of your body. So it starts off with the root and then it goes into the sacral. So the sacral rules your reproductive system. So that's going to be you know, like your vagina, the penis. And then, um, you know, like if you have cramps or anything like that, anything that goes on with your reproductive system has to do with your sacral chakra. So if you have really heavy periods, if you have fibroids, if you get a lot of yeast infections, bacterial vaginosis, STDs, all of that stuff has to do with your sacral chakra. So if you experience any of those things you have before or you are now, that is definitely one of the chakras that you want to work on. And we always work from bottom to top. So your lower chakras is going to be your root, your sacral, and your solar plexus. Your solar plexus is like uh, your stomach area having to do with your self-confidence. So when you start working on your chakras, you always want to start working from the bottom up. So I actually got a book um, that's called Pussy Prayers. And I read the book. It's pretty short. Um, and it just talks about a lot of different things. Literally, it's called Pussy Prayers. So <laughs> we literally are talking about the vagina, the reproductive system. We're talking about um, you know, everything that goes on with that. So when you go through your spiritual journey, eventually, as you continue to gain enlightenment, your periods will get lighter and lighter and lighter. Your cramps will go away over time. This is, of course, if you are actually doing the inner work to be able to heal yourself. So 
I'm reading this book, right? I'm working on my sacral chakra. I have used a yoni egg probably about three times. I would have used a yoni egg. I would have used it more, but the one that I have does not have a string in it. So let me explain what a yoni egg is. A yoni egg, mine is rose quartz. So think of it as just like a small egg that you insert into your vagina. They come in different types of crystals. I have rose quartz. I believe they have some that are like black obsidian. I know they have jade. They have different ones. And then normally on one end, there's a drilled hole that goes through where you can put a piece of like string or like floss, right? To help you to be able to pull it out easily like the same way you have a tampon string that like hangs out to help you to pull out the tampon that's basically how it works with the yoni egg so the yoni egg that I have the reason mine doesn't have um the little drilled hole in it is because of who I got it from so I actually ordered mine from a youtuber um that I love that I watch all her content. I trust her. She has a crystal shop and I wanted to get my yoni egg from her because I knew it would be genuine rose quartz. If you want to get a yoni egg, please do some research. Try to find someone that you actually like, like, you know, some type of content creator, you know, like you can Google this. Um, you can Google it. I mean, you can like, um, you know, search hashtags and stuff on Instagram and find people that you like and that you trust and then order from them. Don't just go on Amazon and type in, yoni egg and just be getting one from Amazon because chances are it's not even real and you want to make sure that it's a true genuine crystal whichever one you choose to get I would personally recommend that you get rose quartz as your first one because rose quartz is all about self-love and jade is great but jade is more so for like abundance black obsidian is like for protection so I just feel like for the first yoni egg that you get if you choose to get one definitely get the rose quartz so I got that one I also have a yoni wand a yoni wand um um, basically looks like a crystal vibrator <laughs> literally that that's what it looks like it's like a long um not super thick I think they come in different sizes so the I got it actually from the same person who I got the yoni egg from she also sells yoni wands so she has a small size and she has a regular size so at first I had put the small one in my cart but I was like nah if I'm gonna do it let me let me just go ahead and get the regular one so I got the regular size um and yeah, it's literally just a piece of rose quartz that's like, you know, long and you can insert it into your vagina and do like exercises. So when I insert mine, I normally put like some coconut oil or something on it. And then I just kind of like use my hand and kind of just like rotate it like to the left in like circles and then rotate it to the right in circles. And normally I'll play like some sacral chakra music. It's like a healing Thing. You know, if you want to use it for like sexual pleasure, you can definitely do that. But it's definitely, you know, get it. You can do it, use it for both, right? You can use it for sexual pleasure if you want to do that, you know, self pleasure or whatever. But you can also um, use it for healing purposes, right? So play your sacral chakra music, do your um, do your exercises, and it's just gonna help to you know, move that energy around in the sacral chakra because it's stagnant. A lot of us, um, I would highly recommend that, especially if you have trouble orgasming because you probably have a lot of like hard like parts inside of your vagina. And that is just, you know, tension over time. Of course, it can come from if you've had any type of actual issues, like physical issues with your vagina, then you may experience, you know, like hard tissues or if you've experienced anything like that. But energetically, um, you definitely want to like loosen up that area, move the energy around. So 
I would definitely recommend getting both a yoni egg and a yoni wand as well. So using those, listening to sacral chakra music, um, doing sacral chakra journal prompts and all of these things, I am working on healing that area of myself, right? Another thing you can do is drink red raspberry leaf tea. So it's just a regular herbal tea that you can pick up from like Whole Foods. They also have it on like Amazon, I'm sure. You can just order it. And I like to drink it um, a few days before my period comes. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I just wait till day one of my cycle and then just start drinking it on that day. And it will help with your cramps so, so much. And it will help to lighten the flow as well. So before I learned about all of these things, I was basically just taking like a ton of naproxen. Um, I have the prescription strength um, naproxen. I was also on um, birth control as well. I have not been on birth control in... Uh, Oh my gosh, I think it has it been a two. It's been two years. It's been two years, I believe, since I've been. I think you know what? I think this September coming up will be two years um, since I've been off of birth control. But I had the traditional combo pill um, that I was on from the age of eighteen to like twenty five, maybe. And then um, I thought that it might be one of my migraine triggers. I've suffered from migraines for years. Like, I don't want to say my whole life, but like, you know, my whole life. Um, I've suffered from um, from migraines. They're now like so, so much better. I rarely get um, migraines anymore unless it's from like alcohol or something like that. I do have some food triggers, but girl, we, we're not going to get into the migraines. But anyways, um, I was on the combo pill. I thought it might be causing um, headaches. So I switched to a progesterone only pill. And then I was on that for maybe like three years ish. And then I got off of it and I have not been on it, like I said, in about two years at this point. So all of these things, I'm taking all of these meds. I'm on this birth control. When I got on birth control at 18, I got on birth control because of my periods. Um, they were so heavy and so bad. And the gynecologist was just like, you know, we're going to put you on birth control and this should help to you know, reg not only regulate your periods because they were super irregular, super irregular. I could not predict when it was going to come. I had no idea. Um, and so she was like, they will help to make them regular. It should help to make them lighter and all of this. So I've gone through all of these things and I don't have an episode on this, but just know, on, I don't have an episode on what I'm about to say. But what I'm about to say right now is that if you are experiencing any type of physical ailment, any, anything, anything, it is not real. I don't want to say it's not real, but any type of physical thing, problem, illness that we are experiencing is a manifestation of an energetic issue that we are experiencing, right? So for example, migraines, that's your crown chakra. My migraines have gotten less and less and less the older I've gotten and since I have been on my spiritual journey and my crown is now it's like it's like I've been being called my whole life <laughs> um for this right now and so now that it's like I'm in this spiritual journey and I'm understanding these things my migraines have gotten so much less have lessened so much because I am so much more connected now right and then in addition to that my third eye as well 
it goes, my third eye is much more open now than it was back then. You know, I don't see things, but I probably don't see things because I don't, I don't want to see things. <laughs> I don't want to see things. I'm sure if I said I wanted to, my guides would be like, all right, bet. <laughs> and they'll, they'll show me things that I'm sure they know I don't want to see nothing. Okay. Not right now, at least. Um, but any, anything that you're experiencing. So like when people, um, so like, for example, the number one killer in America, I believe is heart disease. Heart disease is the number one killer in America because there is no love. Like that, That's it. There is no love. So everyone is dying of a broken heart. Like it, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like dead ass, those are problems. So when I was, let's go back to the sacral chakra since that's what this episode is about. So if you are someone who gets a lot of STDs, bacterial vaginosis, yeast infections, fibroids, super heavy periods or overflowing pads, all of that stuff is just a physical representation of how fucked up your sacral chakra is. That's it. So you just need to work on that. And I know that there are people um, who will say like having a period is like a gift. It's like, ooh, we're you know, this is, you know, something that only a woman experiences. This is a beautiful experience. And this is something to be embraced and all of these things. And I'm just like, is it? Is it something to be embraced? Because I don't know. I have no examples for when bleeding is a good thing. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. And, you know, it's okay to question some of the things that spiritualists tell us because we're all learning from people. We're all like, I know me personally, girl, I watch a lot of spiritual people. I watch spiritual people on TikTok. I watch YouTube videos about spiritual topics, things on Instagram, you know, different posts. I read reels, TikToks, all that kind of stuff. We're constantly absorbing information and you just have to question some things and see what aligns with you. Not everything. Some things that I say, you may be like, nah, sis, like, I don't think, I don't think it's that. I think it's this. And that's cool. Great. Fantastic. I'm happy that you're questioning things and seeing what's right for you and what aligns, what feels comfortable. What is your intuition telling you? What are your guides telling you? What downloads are you receiving? You know, so um, anyway, I, I don't think that I, I, when I first started my journey, I was like, oh yeah, like I see how it can be like a gift, like, because all women experience this and just like over time, I've just been like, nah, bruh, bleeding is never a good thing. Bleeding is never a good thing. And also I feel like as you go through your spiritual journey, your periods get lighter, they get shorter. They're not like you don't really have as many cramps like I'm talking my period used to be like nine days long like it used to be like a good seven days and then like on days like seven and eight it would just be like you know really light like spotting almost but just like I'm still wearing a pad like like it's not it's too much for me it's too much spotting for me to just wear like a panty liner but it's you know, it's not enough for me to be wearing like a huge pad. So like it's somewhere in between that, but I'm talking on days like seven and eight, right? So now, for example, I'll just talk about this time. My period came Monday. Today is Wednesday and it's already like gone. Like it's already like so light and like cramps are basically non-existent. I mean, when it first came like Monday morning, I was like, oh, because I, I was in bed like sleeping and I was like, oh, I think it's here. <laughs> and then when I went to the bathroom, it was like, yes, it's here. And so, you know, cool. Previously, years ago, 
oh, it wouldn't be a question as to whether or not not I felt something, you know, drip down. It would be I would be in pain, in agony, like, oh, I I know it's here. I don't have to wonder if it is or if it isn't. Like, oh, it definitely is because I'm about to take my meds. I need to put on a heating pad. I need to drink tea. I cannot move. I am afraid to get up and do anything. You know, it's just a horrible experience. So to me, if it's super heavy and you're experiencing all these bad things when you get your period, and then as you go on your spiritual journey and you work on healing your chakra and it just gets, you know, it gets lighter and you have fewer cramps and all this type of stuff, then, you know, and eventually I feel like it's just going to lead to just spotting right so it's like how if it's going from really bad to like almost non-existent what about it is a gift or like what about it should be embraced like I I feel like bleeding and having these super heavy periods and these cramps and stuff is literally a cry for help it's like wounded feminine energy like we're I feel like as women we're all suffering from this because we live in this patriarchal society where feminine energy is looked down upon. <laughs> like feminine energy is looked down upon. Like you don't want your man to have any type of feminine energy. And then you as a woman, it's like you don't want to have any either. Like you want to work all day in this masculine dominated society and spend your days at the office, like putting in all of this physical work when it's not what we're supposed to be doing. Like, we're not here for that. And that's okay. Like, we we don't need to do both jobs. Like, we, you know, we, we don't need to do both. Like, I, I just, I find it really interesting how, you know, I don't know. I just, I find it really interesting. And then I think also about how your period can sync up with the moon as well. Like you might become a full moon bleeder or a new moon bleeder. And you're just like, okay, well, there are some people who say the moon is fake. There are some people who say the the moon is is not, it's not even real. It's just something that these people have put in the sky. Like we, we don't even know if the moon is really the moon, you know? Like I have literally heard spiritualists say the moon is not real. The moon is fake, right? But then also if we think about, okay, let's say it is real just for shits and gigs. Let's say that it is. And I don't think that anything is a coincidence. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like our period can sync up with the moon. We can be a new moon bleeder, a full moon bleeder, a waxing or a waning. And I feel like if we do line up with one of those, and it's just to give us a little bit of help about what, to give us a little bit of a hint about what we should be working on at that time. You know, like if you're a full moon bleeder, then I feel like it's telling you at that time. You can literally read about it online, but it's, I mean, you know what a full moon is. It's like outside energy, be active, participate in the world. Whereas like new moon bleeder is like, keep to yourself, stay inside, relax, you know, that kind of thing. So I feel like it just, you know, helps to give us a little bit of guidance if we do, if our cycles, you know, do happen to line up with the moon or something like that. But as far as just the period or the cycle, whatever being a gift. I don't, I don't know about that. I I don't know about that. I feel like it's, um, yeah, I just, I don't see how bleeding could be a good thing. Like in any capacity. I mean, think about all of the other body parts and just like things that we experience. If we were bleeding, that is not a good thing. But we're just saying that because I feel like your period is a curse, like, I don't want to say like a curse, like we're cursed as women, but I feel like, like I said, I feel like it is like wounded 
feminine energy. Like it's literally a, a cry for help. Like, please, please embrace us. Please help us. Please heal us. Um, it's, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's an interesting idea. Maybe you guys agree. Maybe you guys don't. I don't know. But, um, but yeah. So I feel like I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. So if you are experiencing any type of sacral chakra issue, any of the things that I previously mentioned, get yourself a yoni egg, get yourself a yoni wand, answer some journal prompts, do a spiritual bath. Um, yeah, just, just, you know, focus on that. And of course, like all the actual physical things, if you are having sex with multiple people, if you're having sex with unprotected right? I mean, I I say unprotected, unprotected, literally and figuratively, like unprotected, literally isn't like you're not using any type of condom, birth control, nothing like that. You just wall in. And also if you're having sex unprotected, like you don't know, like casual sex with just these random people, whoever it is, men, women, whatever your preference is, like it's, it's not a thing. Like, like just cut it out, just cut it out. Like you got to stop. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but I am celibate. I've been celibate for two years. I've been celibate for two years. Um, and it's been a good experience. It's been pretty easy to be honest. And you will notice a difference. I promise you, like we're, we're not supposed to be just out here with all these different people. Like if you do, want to still continue to have a sex life and you're not in a relationship like a committed relationship with someone please make sure not only are these people getting tested for like stds and that type of stuff but that you also know what type of person they are are they having sex with just like anybody who come who they come in contact with or are they you know being a little bit more um intentional about who they are sleeping with just like you are. And then also make sure that these are high vibing people, girl, because if you're just, it's an, sex is an energy exchange. Like you are exchanging energy. So if you are giving out your good, loving, high vibing energy to to this person, right? And this person, they are not on the same level as you vibrationally. It's not a good thing. <laughs> it's It's not a good thing and you will feel it. You will feel it and you will know like, monitor these things how do you feel how do you feel during the actual sexual act and how do you feel after if you feel drained after having sex with someone you should not be having sex with them if you guys literally finish having sex and this man or this woman whatever pops out of the bed they got all the fucking energy in the world and you are just laying on the bed like exhausted like oh my god I don't think I can move it's giving energy vampire. It's giving, you just gave all of your energy to them. And now you got to lay on this bed and try to recuperate because they've literally taken everything that you had and had nothing good to give you in return. Literally, literally, that is what's happening. So monitor those things. Okay. Work on your sacral chakra, girl. Heal, heal yourself, okay? And of course, I'm not fully healed. Obviously not. N- nobody is. We have. I have a long way to go still. But I just, you know, this is something that I can clearly see. This is physical evidence that I have improved. I mean, I have improved all of my chakras. But I mean, that I have physically improved my sacral chakra. It, I mean, the period going from overflowing pads to you know, we're two days in and this shit is already almost like 
spotting, you know, like that is physical evidence that these chakras are, are no fucking joke. They're no joke and you need to work on them. Okay. Like seriously. So I think that is pretty much all that I wanted to say for today's episode. I really just wanted to talk about periods. We talked a little bit about the sacral chakra. Don't forget the res- red raspberry leaf tea. If you've never tried it, it really does work and it actually tastes really, really good. So get you some of that too. And yeah, girl, that's going to be it for today's episode. I will see you guys or talk to you guys in the next one. Bye.